0: what's up guys welcome back to another <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome back
0: welcome back
1: welcome back my name is matt
0: i'm victoria
1: and uh we're here we're here another day another dollars they say Ooh. i got a cup of coffee today because uh, your boy's struggling
0: i don't know i know what you say it every week it's probably like so annoying but I just get more tired I don't know if it's just being pregnant And caring for a toddler yeah. But it's just like
1: think that's what life is You just yeah. slowly Slowly are drained of energy until one day You You literally die <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's like that When we saw that we were laughing and It was like Like being an adult is saying, Oh, this week is crazy, but next week should be better until the end of time.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Someday. Someday. Next weekend we'll relax. Yeah. Although I'm, this podcast doesn't feel like work. I do like it. feels like fun. It it is fun. But it's not like, like, you got to think about it. It takes some minimal level of mental gymnastics.
0: Yeah. Strain. I don't know. Um, It's not as fun as sitting on the couch watching Love Is Blind. We're not just
1: vegging out. Yeah. Speaking of new season, whoa! New
0: season, and we watched all four, and now I'm like, oh gosh, to wait till Friday.
1: One thing that uh,
0: for the for more one thing about
1: us, we love some good trash TV. I
0: yeah, we love trash TV. Love Is Blind, The Ultimatum was
1: oh my god, just watching people destroy their lives on national TV for our entertainment (laughs) people make some wild decisions
0: it's just like I wonder how different those reality TV shows would be without the constant consumption of alcohol yeah
1: it's just interesting and you know who knows how the producers like cut the footage to make it kind of fit the narrative that they want to but like even with literally like maybe 20 people that listen to this podcast I'm very <laughs> guarded in what I say. I know
0: I don't want to be like misconstrued or mis—I um, don't know—misunderstood. I guess I don't want to come across in a offensive way. Yeah. Don't wanna be controversial.
1: Yeah, it pulls me right out of my nine-hole. Thinking yeah. about the what ifs. What if I offend somebody?
0: Right. What if
1: you know? I don't know. But yeah, the things that people will do and say when those cameras are rolling, knowing that's popping up on it's, Netflix.
0: I know. And I think, like I said, I think it's the constant shots the booze. and drinking that like really, I don't know if it just doesn't make them, if it makes them forget like, oh, literally everybody is going to be watching this maybe, and have an opinion. Yeah,
1: Maybe it's the booze and maybe it's like the pack mentality of just being around a bunch of other people yeah. that are doing it too. That's true, like cause well, hey, I feel hey, they're like, doing it.
0: I feel like we've both been in situations where, like, when we're with other people, you kind of go to each other on. and you're drinking more than you normally would' Because everyone's having fun, so I can only imagine free alcohol constantly being
1: the hype of
0: well, it's being weird on t v it's interesting too, because everyone's so like put together and poised, and like they're like confessionals or whatever because obviously they're probably filming that sober but like there's like two different parts of it there's like the confessionals where they're like the nice studio with the nice lighting and then there's the confessionals where it's like off to the side in that moment and those ones are like wild they have like a droopy eye and they're like saying some pretty wild things like uh your fiance is sitting right there (laughs) just saying this
1: Barbara walked in and she's so hot. I should have picked her.
0: I know. I was like, Yikes. People are going to, she's going to watch this back. (laughs) You know, she's going to watch this back, right? This will be released in the future. This is not a video diary. Everyone is going to see this.
1: We, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. I mean, I do. I do. I could do a whole whole podcast. um, There was this one dude on there and they filmed an interview and he was like, do you mind if I put some eye drops in so (laughs) you don't look like (laughs) he was crying?
0: Yeah, well, it was like he was like sitting there just kind of like staring off into space and then he was like, are you rolling? And the producer's like, yeah. And he reaches in his pocket and grabs some Roto drops to put in his eyes,
1: <laughs> like slam some Roto. And then they
0: were like, and they asked him a question, and he's like, "Hold on." And then he's like, "Is it okay if I do this?" And like, does, squirts like seventeen more in each <laughs> eye. And they were like, "If your eyes are bothering you, sure." Uh, and that guy's then, literally my favorite. And then he was like, "I just never thought I'd meet someone that would make me cry." And I was like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> thank god they kept that in there because like they totally could have cut that in a way that looked like he was crying real tears but we all know yeah. now that it was they eye kept drops. It in.
1: so funny this guy was so cringy he was talking about like getting trained up in like sexual kung fu
0: yeah it was so weird
1: and how he could have like micro orgasms without ejaculating I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were like why is why are they spending so much time on this like i hate this That's and so then funny. that and he wasn't even humble bragging it was just straight up bragging it was like a girl would ask him like well i know you're living this like wild lifestyle like can you see yourself settling down and enjoying that quality of life and he was like well when i went to fiji and then after that to bali and then to, and it was like listing off all these places and it was like you're not even answering the question you're just name dropping places you've been
1: like, yeah <laughs> I mean the dude it, it seemed like he had a dope life he, yeah. but I don't know how genuine he was you know what I'm saying it,
0: it seemed like a facade for sure especially after the eye drops <laughs>
1: um we should probably get the ball rolling we're like six minutes in but um we listen to like background music while we recording just to set the mood and there's like a trumpet or something and I swear it sounded like Olivia crying I was like oh god no
0: <laughs> not, not already um no, she's sound asleep. Okay, We're doing this during her nap.
1: Yeah. This is nap time right now. This is mommy and daddy time. Yeah. Um,
0: doesn't it sound like it someone's does. screaming? <laughs> Should we change the background music? Nah. <laughs> All, All right. right. So Let's get in. Wait,
1: do we got juice?
0: We got some juice. All right. Fresh squeezed. All right. Would I be the a-hole if I canceled my vacation ticket because my family wants me to share a room with my nieces? I, female 23, have been planning a family vacation with my older brother, male 30, and his wife, and my two nieces, female 4 and female 2, and my parents. Everyone is paying for their own ticket. The vacation is booked for February. We hadn't discussed room arrangements before, but I knew the room we'd be staying in would have three bedrooms. So we discussed room arrangements yesterday, and my brother and parents just kind of assumed that I wouldn't mind sharing a room with my nieces, whilst my brother and his wife and my parents got all their own rooms. I said I didn't want to share a room with them, and said that they should be sleeping with my my brother and sister-in-law, since they're their parents. My parents called me dramatic and said it's not a big deal, and said that my nieces won't give me any trouble. I told them I don't care, they said I'm being a bad aunt, and told me to grow up. I told them if I don't get my own room, I'll cancel my ticket, which would result in everyone else having to pay more and find somewhere else or or find someone else to go in my place because we got a group discount at the resort. My brother said I'm a whiny a-hole and accused me of being a narcissist.
1: I I think my initial thoughts is maybe the... And I'm not saying anything about who's an a-hole at this point. Yeah. I think maybe their initial thoughts were like, well, it's it would be like, because it's just her by herself, right? Yeah. So maybe they were thinking like that would be the consolidation of like the best consolidation of people per room. Yeah. Instead of having like four people in one room, it's three people in a room. I don't know.
0: It's interesting the comment of like, you're being a bad aunt, you need to grow up. Like- because I don't see wanting your own personal space on vacation as. Yeah.
1: If I'm paying my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm paying my portion to rent a room, that's my room. Yeah. Or you guys can go to a separate hotel and I'll just spend that money and go
0: well, get my own place. And it's interesting, like, that they're dividing it up that way. Like, in a way, it should be like. A room per family unit You know what I'm saying Like the You know they're
1: just trying to clap pawn- cheeks
0: Yeah they're trying to pawn the kids off But it's also like I don't know I feel like That's such a wild assumption Like you're fine sharing a room with two toddlers right Like How old did they say the kids were Two and four
1: No that's so young Yeah, That's so
0: young and a lot of kids are probably like I don't know we have a really good sleeper fingers crossed I don't want to jinx us knock on wood but um, not a lot of kids sleep through the night and especially the four year old if they're like potty trained
1: Toby thought there was someone knocking at the door Toby just us
0: high alert Um, but like they're, they're probably going to get up multiple times and who knows if they have accidents like all that's put on the aunt you know it
1: it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be different if they were like older and it was like they were close with their aunt and it was like oh we're having like a sleepover with auntie yeah but she would literally be babysitting
0: yeah and that's like what not if she very- wants
1: to watch tv or like You know what I mean? That just puts her in such a difficult spot to where it would not be relaxing for her.
0: Yeah. And and she's paying I'm assuming a pretty decent amount of money staying in a resort. I just don't understand why they didn't look at a four bedroom or just get like two rooms. Yeah. Like two. Yeah. Like because they were saying the room has three bedrooms or the place they're staying at the resort has three bedrooms. But I don't understand why they wouldn't just get Maybe two, two bedroom things and it could be like grandparents and her. I feel
1: like these posts, there's a lot of posts like this that are similar and they all have a similar thread. And my thought is the same with all of them. At the end of the day, they're your kids. It was your decision to have them. They're your responsibility. If, if they were cool with it, then that would be maybe be nice for them to have some alone time, but it's her decision And if she says no, they're your kids. You got to take care of them.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people like cling to that. It takes a village. Like it takes a village, but at the end of the day, like you said, they're not anyone's responsibility, but your own.
1: I always try to think of it through like my lens and my perspective as well. And what I would think of if I was in that situation. Yeah. Yeah like on both sides, if I was, if we were going to, um, like on, go on a vacation with your family and one of your, like your sister had their own room, there's no way I would try to have like our kids stay in the bedroom with them yeah, because that's just puts them in such a weird situation. And like, if they wake up in the middle of the night, then like, we're going to have to go into their room. Yeah. We're not going to put
0: that responsibility on their aunts.
1: And if I was the other person, like even more, like I would be like,
0: no way. Like I'm not, this is my vacation. I'm not, if you want to pay me to take care of the kids, sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Am I coming along as a nanny or am I like part of the family on vacation? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because if so, (laughs) you can take care of your own kids.
0: Uh, I love
1: that they called her a narcissist.
0: I know. Like, do you know what that word means?
1: (laughs) I think that's become a more popular word.
0: Oh, for sure. People don't, it's like that in gaslighting. People use those so much. It's like, do you know the actual term?
1: For a long time, I didn't know what gaslighting meant. The first time I heard it was probably not that long ago. What's funny enough, I think there's a place in California called the Gaslight District.
0: Oh, really? I think so. A lot of
1: good food and stuff.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. And
1: so when I heard the term gaslighting, I was like, that good or bad
0: (laughs) nice cuisine i don't (laughs) not sure i understand
1: so definitely not the a-hole
0: yeah no and i'm a little bit like wondering if they're gonna like what's gonna happen you know what i mean like are they gonna be like fine we'll keep the kids in our room or yeah. If they say that, are they going to say that? And then when they get there, they're going to be like, actually, we talked it over. They're staying with you yeah. when she's already there. you know.
1: I would just like, I think just, try to write things out so I don't say something dumb in the moment. So right. I feel like I would write out a long text or something and just kind of explain my point of view of like, you know, I don't feel comfortable staying in the room with the kids if it's too cramped in the room for you guys with your kids. And it's not a good situation, you know, I'm happy to to cancel the reservation and find my own place and you guys can have like that third room for the just kids. the kids.
0: Yeah. Or I feel like if that happened, like she went and they said that she could have her own room and then they like stuck the kids with her. I feel like I would just be like I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> the heck no.
1: Uh Gakes. That's that's sad. I feel bad for her.
0: I know it's such a you're in between a rock and a hard place.
1: So you don't want to like let your family down, you know,
0: but you also don't want to be stuck when you're paying a lot of money. Yeah.
1: And on a vacation, uh, personally, I want to relax.
0: Yeah. And I get like wanting to relax as a parent, but at the same time, like once you have kids, it's not a vacation. It's a trip. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Or
1: they can act like if they want some alone time they can be like hey for a couple hours one of the nights can you watch the kids so we can have some alone time boom
0: yeah find a, find a good compromise
1: yeah um and the parents can watch them too
0: yeah the grandparents right <laughs> have them stay in the grandparents room
1: right um okay next post am I the a hole for moving out while my parents are on vacation. I, female 20, have three siblings who live at home, male 22, male 15, and male 12. My older brother does not work and does not go to school. My middle age and youngest brothers are in middle and high school. I've been taking care of them for about six years now. My parents both work. I'm the only one who cleans and makes food and takes care of the dogs. I have access to a car that I share with my brother, but he takes it to go see his friends and hook up with Tinder randos. So I have to bring home groceries on the bus because oh yeah, I also do the grocery shopping. I've tried talking to my parents about it, but they say that my brother is finding himself and the younger ones have to concentrate on school. I'm in my third year of college and it's wrecking me. My boyfriend, 24, has talked to his parents and they are letting me move into the apartment over their garage. He will be paying the rent for the apartment. He lives at home rent-free, but he also graduated and has a great job. So we talked about it and it's fair. We are committed to each other, but we are way too young to think about moving in together or getting married. I'm not saying that this is too young for anyone else. We just know what we want in life. And until I get my nursing degree and get a job, we aren't ready. My parents went away this weekend for NASCAR in Vegas. It's their third vacation this year. I do not begrudge them, uh, their holidays. They both work hard, but I am tired of being an unpaid nanny slash dog sitter. So I grabbed my laptop, clothes, and a few other things that I've been gifted. I waited for my older brother to get home. And then I left, I told him I was going out for milk, but my boyfriend was waiting for me in the car around the corner. He started texting me about 20 minutes later saying he needed the car. I did not take the car. I left all the keys on the counter, even my house keys. My grandparents pay for my education so there's literally nothing my parents can hold over me. I let them know I wasn't coming back and let my parents know after the last race that I had left them in charge of the younger kids and bailed. They drove straight home instead of spending the night partying and drove home today. Everyone is mad at me for being so immature and thoughtless. I don't care anymore. I talked to my grandfather and he says I am right and my brothers can look after themselves. My mom keeps calling me and complaining that the house is a mess. I was only gone for nine hours before they got home, but my brothers are pigs. My older brother says I'm an a-hole because my parents are making him do everything that I used to do. I can't find it in myself to give a crap. Am I the a-hole?
0: I feel so bad for this girl. For the she past six Cinderella. Years, yeah, for the past six years. So since she was 14, so in between the ages of her two younger brothers, like she wasn't allowed to focus on school. She had to take care of everyone. Right. It's just weird that, like, she's the only girl in the family besides the mom, and she's the one that has to do literally everything. Yeah. And then, oh, well, your older brother's finding himself. Well, the second she leaves, guess he's found because he has to do everything now.
1: It isn't interesting. Like, I don't know their whole situation, and I just don't know. Like, are the parents both working, like, four jobs each? Are they just never home? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why is she in charge of doing everything?
0: I think to a lot of, in a lot of situations like that, like, parents, I've heard this term before on Reddit, like, called parentification or something like that, where it's basically, like, the older kids become the parents because the parents are either too busy or too like don't care to take care mm-hmm. of the younger ones. Like they want the kids, but they don't want to take care of them. So it's like the older ones are doing everything yeah. and have to become parents at a young age because the parents are unwilling.
1: It's very, very interesting in this case because she's not the oldest one. No, she's, she's There's the, her brother who's older,
0: but he's lazy.
1: And her other brothers aren't like babies. 15 no, and 12. They're like, yeah, Like, they should be old enough to be able to semi take care of themselves. To
0: clean up after yourself and put your plates in the dishwasher. Put it in the, like, you know what I mean? Like.
1: I think she absolutely did the right thing. Yeah. Like.
0: It sucks that she felt the need that she couldn't. Like, she had to do it while the parents were gone. Like, they they would stop her.
1: Whether Mm -hmm. they're taking her for granted or taking advantage of her. Either way. The situation is broken and it sounds like it wasn't going to get fixed unless she did what she did.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, she did the right thing. I, I, it just is so sad. Like the older brother literally just staying home doing nothing and she's in her third year of college and still having to do everything. Finding,
1: finding some tender dates.
0: I know. Oh my gosh. I just, I feel bad for her and... I don't know just such a sad situation 20 years old and I love you've... that
1: her parents just dipped out to NASCAR
0: and the, the fact that she said that's their third vacation this year like right? what
1: third vacation like it sounds like maybe you're not working that hard right maybe you do have some time to be an actual parent <laughs> yeah wild just seems like a very unfair situation whether it was put on her because she took responsibility for it initially and then just got stuck in that role right or like i don't know you know how or why it was like that whether it's because she's the girl you know i don't know but it ain't right
0: it sucks and you know what she is not the a-hole
1: it is nice that she had that situation like with her boyfriend
0: I know to be able to she move had in
1: Toronto like apartment above their garage.
0: Not everyone has thought those resources or opportunities to move out and they're just kind of like stuck. Yeah. doing everything.
1: And it sounds like she is like at least for her age like very responsible. And like, she's doing a lot. She's
0: 20 years old.
1: She's going, sounds like she's going to college full time, getting a nursing degree, and essentially taking care of a family. Yeah. That's a lot to put on someone of that age. She's a single
0: mom of five. Yeah. (sighs) Not
1: the a hole. You do you.
0: All right. This next one is Am I the a hole for not letting my sister stay at my home again after she trashed the spare bedroom? I, female 29, live in Australia. I moved to Australia five years ago to move in with my long-distance Australian boyfriend at the time. He's now my husband, and I'm now officially an Australian citizen. I'm originally from Britain, and the rest of my family lives there. My husband and I own a house and have a spare bedroom, and over the past four years, I've allowed my older sister, Becky, female 35, and her husband and their kids, male 11 and female 8, to vacation at our home, except in 2020 when there were travel restrictions. They are in love with Australia and they're in love with Australia and very grateful to have to be able to visit here. This year they visited last month for 2 weeks and Becky and her husband took the spare bedroom and the kids had an air mattress in the living room. They had a great time and it was all very pleasant. But the day after they left, I noticed Becky and her husband completely trashed the spare room. There was food wrappers, crumbs and plastic bottles all over the floor. Food stains all over the bed, weird marks on the furniture that definitely weren't there before, and there's an awful rotting smell in the room that we just can't get rid of. I texted Becky pictures of the room and said that this is not okay. Becky said she was sorry and said that she and her husband were on holiday mode and just wanted to relax. I told her that me and my husband aren't her maids and she said that, I said me and my husband aren't her maids and said that she and her family are not allowed to come back next year. Becky said I'm being irrational and that it's just a little mess. I told her I don't care that it's a mess. I don't care and it's mine and my husband's house and we don't want it to be treated that way. Becky got our parents involved and they accused me of thinking I'm better than everyone and saying that I'm being unfair to Becky. Am I the a-hole? I love
1: that. Oh, you just think you're better than everyone,
0: huh? It's so interesting to me too, like, that a lot of these Reddit posts go that way. Like, it's like a sibling against a sibling like not against a sibling but like kind of standing up for themselves and being like hey you ruined something of mine and that's not cool and you're not allowed to treat me like this and then they run to the parents and the parents are like "Uh, just give them what they want
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting when we have two kids and they're older yeah because i mean sometimes it's hard not to take a side but i think as a parent
0: You kind of have to stay neutral. I
1: want to like try to stay neutral and maybe just like facilitate the conversation. Like, well, you got to take that up with your sister, you know? Maybe you shouldn't have trashed her room.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds like that was kind of messed up. Maybe you should apologize and talk to her about it. That's what's crazy. She didn't even apologize.
0: I know. She's like, whoops, we were on holiday mode. What does that mean? You're a complete pig. Fat slob mad? <laughs> I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because even when we're on vacation, like if you're staying at a hotel or like an Airbnb or on a cruise, like you still have to pick up after yourself. We're going to get charged a hefty fine.
1: Just laying in their bed and like... Covering themselves in a wing sauce.
0: I know. I'm like, I don't get like the weird marks on the furniture. What's the rotting smell? What's the
1: rotting smell from and why
0: won't it leave? (laughs) (laughs) I know. They just put like sardines in the like, like drape, like the pole. You know how like the drapes, I can't think of the... I don't know. Because I've heard that like when you have your drapes on like a little lighting pole or whatever. I can't think of the... Huh. And like you can unscrew one side of it and put stuff in it and close it.
1: Throw a, throw a full fish in the air vent, the <laughs> air duct.
0: Pull a pull Dwight.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, do you think do you think it's steep? What what she said like you're never allowed to come back here. I mean, it's like a one strike you're out situation.
0: I kind of get it in a way like i don't know if i'd be like you're never allowed back here but maybe like next time you guys come like you're gonna have to stay somewhere else because that was not okay
1: next time they come 500 dollars security deposit yeah that's refundable if you check out and the room is clean (laughs) right i'll give you the stack of bills on your way out yeah that works that's
0: that's fair. Fair is fair. I mean, every place you stay has yeah. like a security deposit or like a cleaning fee.
1: You know what's funny that I think about? I don't know what it's like now. I've heard that it's it can be bad, but like we've done the we've done like Airbnb verbo before, Virbo, yeah. And there's always like a cleaning fee, but then they would always ask us to like do all this do cleaning all this stuff.
0: cleaning. I was like, what's the cleaning fee for?
1: Like, they made me take better of that house than we took care of our house. We had, to like, remember, squeegee the yeah, shower. Yeah, there was
0: one place we stayed. It was a Verbo, I think. And they had, like, a sliding glass door in the shower. And there was, like, a like label on the shower that was, like, please squeegee after use. And it was just, like, wild. It's like, like what the hell? <laughs> the shower was in pristine condition. Pristine. And it's probably because they forced everyone to squeegee after every. Yeah. (laughs) There was nothing worse than that. Just
1: like. Please take your sheets to the laundromat on 49th and Oceanside. (laughs) like, what?
0: No. There were so many weird things. What's my cleaning fee for? Wasn't there one place? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But I feel like there was somewhere that we stayed where it was like, after you're done staying, like put all the sheets in the washer. Yeah. It was like what can is Please that Please wait
1: to greet your next guests <laughs> it was wild
0: there are like some ridiculous rules i'm trying to think of any other ones do
1: you remember when like i mapped us to the wrong place oh, or something i did something yeah. weird and so we pulled up and it was like sketchy we we're like it wasn't I don't like it
2: here
0: <laughs> it wasn't even that sketchy it was just like this doesn't look like where we said we were gonna stay and it's like way far away
1: yeah, we thought it was gonna be right by the beach. And yeah, we pull up and it's like super far it's super away. Yeah, super far,
0: and I was like, I don't wanna, yeah.
1: And and then I called the lady, and they're like, Oh yeah, that's not the address.
0: Oh well, no, I think you called her a couple times. She didn't answer. And I was like, We're stuck. Oh, this vacation sucks. Oh god. And then it was like, what happened was, you went off like the link. That was like in the, not like the actual address. Yeah. But in the email she sent had the actual address and you didn't copy and paste it. And it makes
1: sense that they wouldn't put like the actual address in the post. Yeah. Um, But it was super confusing.
0: It was. And I remember like freaking out, like, what have I done? I booked us the wrong place. And then. What are we going to do? They already have our money. (laughs) I know. It was like freaking out. (sighs) We've had some
1: wild vacation experiences. It was
0: that same vacation that like the parking spot was so small and we were like we'll just walk everywhere but you were looking at like places you wanted to go <laughs> and there was clearance. Yeah, there was this one place you really wanted to go to it was when we were in our blue cheese phase oh
1: yeah make it my fault
0: I wouldn't have picked this place
2: <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> maybe I did I don't know but I remember you were very into like looking on Yelp and like different places we could eat at. highly reviewed Highly reviewed. Highly
1: reviewed. Five out of five stars, like 400 reviews.
0: Yeah, it was like very highly reviewed, but it was like a drive. I remember being at least like a 20, 30 minute drive. So you were like, okay, we'll leave the house for this place because.
1: I don't want to like call them out on podcast by name or does it matter?
0: I don't think anyone's gonna.
1: It's called, what was it called? Ho Dads? Ho Dads. And yeah, it was a super far drive. It was, it was a, like in a different part of town.
0: Yeah. And it was just, it sounded like it was going to be super delicious and super cool. But even trying to find parking, I was like, this is kind of weird. I feel uncomfortable in this place, this area. And then there was like a line out the door. It was like a 40 minute wait. And then we were like, they're like, do you want a table or just whatever comes first? Because there was like, this one section of the restaurant that was like looking outside. It was kind of like a bar top.
1: Yeah. Imagine like the front of the store was just like an open window. Yeah. With bar seating.
0: And we were like, sure, we'll eat there if that's faster. Because I don't want to wait two hours to eat. I'm yeah, It starving. was
1: bumping.
0: So then they sit us there. And there was like, it was just comfortable We ordered our blue cheeseburger because we were obsessed at the time with blue cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. But the whole time there was like an old homeless man like staring at us.
1: I don't know why I remember him like growling at us. I do too. And staring at us the whole time. And it was like, we're trying to like
0: Like, pretend
1: we're like not make eye contact.
0: And it was so awkward. Like, here, let me just eat this burger in front of you while you growl at us.
1: (laughs) Is anyone else noticing this guy? Why does... Why is this targeting on us?
0: <laughs> I know it was just so uncomfortable, and then the blue cheeseburger wasn't that great. And I'm pretty sure we both had stomach pains for like a week after.
1: Here's the thing: I suffer from what I like to call "too much of a good thing" syndrome. Yeah. And like when I like something and I think it's delicious, like sometimes something super delicious, but in like moderation and retro, like with all the other ingredients combined. Um, and like, I'll go way too hard and put like, put way too much of a certain ingredient on something because I'm like, it's delicious. The more of it, the better. And it just ruins it. Yeah.
0: I don't think we've had blue cheese burgers since. Yeah. Because they ruined it They
1: stacked it (laughs) it with blue cheese. It
0: was, you would have thought the patty was made of blue cheese. It was so much.
1: They had like a separate blue cheese patty, essentially.
0: Yeah. It was so... Gross. Yeah. And it was so rich. It hurt my stomach. And then after we left, I was like, let's get out of here. And I was like, so scared the homeless guy was going to follow us. And then. What car? And I'm just kidding. Well, no. And then (laughs) that's true. Follow us to our car. I don't know.
1: Sprinting behind the car on the highway. (laughs) He's so
0: fast. (laughs) But then I remember we couldn't remember where we parked or something. Or we went down one street thinking that's where we parked and we couldn't find the car. We're like, great, great. We're stuck here. It was just. Oh, an amazing trip, one we'll that never forget.
1: Highly recommend Hodads. Go get the blue cheeseburger. <laughs> See if you can get it sat on the front window. Oh gosh. Um, where were we?
0: We were talking about cleaning fees and such. Oh yeah. So back to the post. I think that it's kind of smart. Her, I feel like that would be a smart thing to do. Is like, well, a couple of things. I feel like she could do is if the parents are really being like, oh, you think you're better than her, Like, send the parents the photos you took and be like, oh, so she can do this to your house? I'll let her know.
1: Yeah. Bottle up that rotten smell real quick, seal it airtight, (laughs) ship it to the UK.
0: Smell this! (laughs) This is what we're living with. Do you want this in your house? I wonder what that smell is. And also, I feel like she could bill them for the cleaning service like get a cleaning service and bill them
1: I'm I'm glad you like Australia but guess what mate
0: (laughs) yeah it's wild it's wild that you're just gonna make a huge mess and expect someone to clean it for you free of charge and be invited back
1: what's that stuff they eat in Australia Vegemite is that it yeah Hmm. sorry
0: I think it's Vegemite or is that Marmite? Vegemite? Yeah. Is it Vegemite?
1: Yeah. Marmalade? No, I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Marmalade is sad. Um, not the a-hole. I think maybe... Give her another chance.
0: I would say you can let her back on the condition that she pays you a cleaning fee slash security deposit. Have it refundable. You yeah, know? refundable if you leave the room... In good condition Like I'm not a person
1: I would never charge Someone to stay Like especially family But if that was like A reoccurring thing Be like listen I love you You're my family But let's be honest This is a reoccurring Issue And this is a way That you know We could potentially Solve it Yeah Because I'm gonna have To legit hire A cleaning crew To get this rotten Smell out
0: What's the smell Update us OP
1: Alright we going Next post
0: Next post Alright. This one's
1: yours. Am I the a-hole for leaving my sick wife to deal with two toddlers on her own? Oof.
0: From the title, it's not looking good.
1: Um, I'd like to give a little bit of a background first. I, male thirty-six and my wife, female thirty-five, have a three-year-old daughter. I've started or I have long standing issues with my wife's sister-in-law. Because I think that my wife constantly panders to her and caters to her every whim, often at the expense of me and my daughter. Recently, we had a huge fight about her saying something offensive to me in public, setting in defense of sister-in-law at her daughter's expense. And up until this point, she has tried to do better. We've both been floored with the flu the past 10 days or so, negative COVID tests. She seems to have it like slightly worse than me, so I've been tagged to do all the chores, childcare, and cooking while she's tried to get as much rest as possible. This has now trickled into a week I booked off work on holiday, which doesn't bother me in itself because I'd rather make sure that they were both okay. I am, however, starting to feel really run down myself now. I am tired. I have had limited opportunity to rest and catch up on sleep, and I'm sore. Today, my wife woke up around nine fifteen a.m. I'd been up since six thirty with daughter, and she said she's feeling a bit better. I said that's great, and maybe she could hold the fort while I nap for a little bit. She said that what she was actually thinking was inviting sister-in-law over, or sister-in-law's youngest round around for a play date to keep our daughter occupied. For reference, she is three. This isn't an uncommon thing to happen. Sister-in-law often brings her kids to us, and for a reason I still don't understand, our daughter is never invited to spend an afternoon with them at their house. I said that I really wasn't feeling up for it today. My wife said that I wouldn't have to do anything to entertain them, to which I was skeptical about, so I agreed. About 15 minutes after she arrives, I'm asked to get them drinks and snacks and then play games and occupy them. Now, I'm aware that I need to do this for my own daughter, but I'm going from one to two toddlers is such a huge leap leap in terms of the demand on your time and energy. And uh, this to the fact, add this to the fact that I was feeling lousy and it just wasn't a good mix. I'm off work this week and on top of my illness, I didn't sign up for extra childcare duties. After about two hours, I told my wife that I was going to my mom's house to get some sleep. The whole way up, she was phoning and texting me, absolutely furious that I'd left her to deal with it. I'm literally lying on my mom's spare bed writing this now, but my brain's too wired to sleep. Am I the a-hole? I know it's crappy leaving her while she's sick to deal with two toddlers, but after so long holding the ball, I've reached my limit.
0: What the heck is wrong with that wife? Why would you invite a three-year-old over when you're all sick?
1: There's a lot to unpack there.
0: Why would you? I feel like I would not want anyone in my house while I was sick because I wouldn't want them to catch it. Like if you're all still recovering and still feeling awful. Like it's not like three year olds have the best immune system.
1: Like it's difficult taking care of a toddler while you're well. Yeah. Like the fact that, I mean, it sounds like maybe she did get it worse than him, but he got it too. Yeah. And the fact that he's literally been taking care of her by himself all week while she's just resting it up. Like, maybe I need some rest, too.
0: Yeah. It's I feel like she's definitely taking his help for granted.
1: Sounds like the I'm the main character syndrome. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's just interesting to me. Like the second she's feeling better, she's like, oh, maybe sister-in-law could use a break and we could have her kid over. maybe I could use a break because I'm sick and I've been taking care of everything for the past week and then the fact that she was like well you won't even have to do anything and then a second the niece gets there oh can you make them snacks and play with them and do all this stuff like what are you doing you invited her over
1: it sounds like she's used to getting like pampered or something maybe like maybe even when they're not sick it sounds like I don't know I don't know because that's just messed up. The fact that he was like, I'm not feeling up to it. Um, like, I I don't want to do this. Have this other kid over. And then that she was like, well, don't worry. You won't have to do anything. And then as soon as the the other kid gets over, he's instantly like thrown into it. Like, hey, you need to get him snacks and take care of them. Like, I thought the you were going to do this. wasn't what
0: we talked about. I don't blame him for going to his mom's to try to get sleep. I think it's very nice that he even stayed for two hours.
1: Yeah. I would have been like.
0: And that's a long time anyway. Yeah. Like how long was the three-year-old staying there after two hours? He's like, like, I don't know. I feel like that's a really long play day for. Yeah. I've
1: would been like, hey, you said you got this right. Cool. Yeah. Just like you said. She's occupied. I don't have to do anything. I'm just gonna go get some sleep at my mom's house. Since she's occupied and I didn't have to do anything like you said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's just bizarre of her to like be like yelling at him and texting him the whole way, like up there.
1: I think two details that matter is that it was her decision to have the other kid come over.
0: While they were all sick.
1: And it was her sister's nephew. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it was her, it's not even, I think it's her brother's wife. It's her sister-in-law. Right, right. Her sister-in-law's daughter. But like her
1: side of the family. Yeah. I think he would have been the a-hole if it was like his decision. And he told like his brother or sister-in-law. Yeah. He was like, yeah, bring him over. I'll watch him and then dipped. But that was not the case.
0: That's not the case. I'm. It's still hard for me to wrap my mind around. Like, I just, I personally always feel guilty, like just laying in bed, even if I don't feel well, just not being present with you guys. Even like the first trimester, I was not feeling well a lot of the time and I still felt bad to rest and not be with you guys. So I couldn't imagine like doing that for a week and then the second you feel better being like, hey, we're gonna get some other kid and their family sick. Let's invite them over for multiple hours.
1: Yeah, and there's no way I'm sending my kid over to someone's right? with the house with the flu. No. Like taking care of sick kids sucks. And while you're sick, Mm-mm. it's brutal. I feel like we've had one season so far last year with our daughter, we're like, we all got sick at the same time.
0: Yeah, that sucked.
1: I don't know if it was the flu or like a really bad cold, but it hit us pretty hard. Yeah, I don't remember. And I don't It. I don't think the hardest part was me feeling sick. It was like trying to take care of our daughter. Yeah. Because like it was so brutal for her. It was so And bad. she like at that age, they don't understand like that you're trying to help them.
0: She wasn't even a year old. So she was, like, almost... It was, like, a couple weeks before her first birthday. Yeah. And she wasn't... Like, she was still nursing a lot. Like, she had, like, solid meals. But she was still nursing a lot. And I remember texting my family and, like, your family and just being so stressed. Being, like, she's not eating anything. Like, she's not nursing at all. She's not eating any food. Yeah.
1: Her, like, nose was too clogged to nurse. Yeah. Because she couldn't breathe out of her nose.
0: And then trying to, like get yeah, her nose unplugged was the worst because she yeah. didn't like it at all and she would be screaming. Um it was awful. And then I remember too, like she didn't have like she had maybe one wet diaper all day and I took her to the pediatrician and I was like, What do I do? Yeah. What do I do here? Like she's not wanting any water. She's not wanting any anything and our pediatrician was like, It's gonna suck but if she she needs more wet diapers than that, like you need to like set a timer, and every like fifteen twenty minutes, give her one syringe of like pumped milk or water or juice or literally any fluid Pedialyte that she will drink, and syringe it into her mouth. Yeah, and that sucked.
1: And then we accomplished that by playing Disney songs and dancing <laughs> while we did it. Yeah. Look at us! Look at us! We're happy! Woo! <laughs> I know. I know. Like, the reason I brought that up though was that was a very difficult, like, week or two weeks, however long it was. It
0: felt like a month. It was probably like five days.
1: And I don't think I could have done it alone.
0: Like, I couldn't
1: have done that if you were just in the bed the whole time. No. Like, I needed your help.
0: Yeah, we needed each other. Like, it was a
1: team effort. And
0: And I remember taking, like, I don't know, when you have a sick kid, like, I guess it's different because the kid's three, but still, it's a lot of work. And I feel like. It's so mentally taxing. Like, you need to tap one another out and, like,
1: you need to help each other.
0: Cause I remember there were times where, like, when she was sick, I was like, I, she would only nap on us. Yeah. Like, she was too, she had to be, like, upright because she was too clogged to lay down. Um, and I didn't feel comfortable, like, lifting her crib mattress. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It freaked me out. Um, and so we would just take turns rocking her. In the chair,
1: like I'm sure there was like time and moments during that where it was like one of us would would it be like, "Hey, I'm feeling really crappy. I need to go lay down for 30 minutes. Yeah. Can you do this alone?" And we would like help each other in that capacity. Mm-hmm. But for an entire week to be like, "This is all you,"
0: I couldn't imagine. You that. feel
1: a little bit worse than me, so <laughs> doors closed. Don't bug me. I know. You know what I mean.
0: I know. It's wild, and I just. I still can't get over that. I know I said it like nine times, but inviting someone over like the second you feel a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know why the sister-in-law would let her child over there. Yeah.
1: I think Because you're risking everyone getting sick. Was the match. Yeah. But it sounds like for enti- entire week she was dripping gasoline. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. This poster, I was looking- because a while back, when I was like looking at doing like off my chests for our podcast, there was one that was like, like it was exactly the situation he's talking about in the beginning. Like he was like describing how awful the relationship is with the sister in law, how like the the mom will ignore the daughter and husband if the sister in law is around, and like they were at a birthday party or something, and um i'm trying to remember because it was like a while ago but i think what had happened was they were at a birthday party and the three-year-old was just like standing there and this way larger kid had um like shoved into the three-year-old knocking her over and like the mom like he would like the dad was like so upset about it and like wanted to say something to the kid or the parent and um like the mom just quickly was like she's fine oh my gosh she's fine like kind of like laughing about it with his sister-in-law and the dad was like no she's not fine that huge kid just burled her over and then she told him like you need to shut up because like the five or six year old's parents were like right there and she didn't want to be to like insult them in front of like i don't know you know what i mean yeah but I was just, like, reading that. I was like, what the heck is wrong with that dynamic? And then for him to post this a couple months later, I'm like... Poor fella. Like, that wife is interesting. Yeah.
1: I think I'm more conscious about it now. But I think maybe it's because I'm an Enneagram 9. Sometimes, like, I'll be in that situation where I'm, like, more concerned about other people's feelings than, like, something that may be more important in that moment. Yeah. Like... I don't think what happened there was right, you no. know what I mean? I think without offending anybody, you need to check on your daughter and see if she's okay. And then maybe have a talk with that kid, be like, hey, you kind of need a, like you're much bigger than other kids here and you could really hurt them. You need to like watch what you're doing in a kind way. Yeah. But um, I've been there, dude, and I feel bad. Like, remember when you were like almost choked on a sushi roll? Oh, <sighs> how could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... More concerned with the embarrassment of me choking (laughs) you, choking you. Thought I was gonna
0: throw up (laughs) and I was Stop (laughs) it! And I was like fighting for my life. (laughs) The seaweed had like unraveled and was like tickling my throat, and I didn't have enough room or like anything. And you were like, Take a sip of water,
1: (laughs) (laughs) legitimately, not breathing,
0: spit it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like so like what do I do what do I do I'm gonna like choke
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a moment we go back to a lot Yeah, and I like regret how I reacted oh for sure like more concerned about these randos the public in the perception restaurant.
0: than me Almost I'm concerned
1: done. about the eyes looking at us <laughs> <And> <laughs> no one- it's okay everybody
0: swallow it <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I forgive you Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think LP is the a-hole here.
1: Yeah, not the a-hole. I'm sorry, man.
0: That sucks.
1: And it sucks that like now that he actually has some time to rest. He can't. He can't because he's like too concerned about his wife being upset and his phone blowing up. Yeah. And what kind of hold does this sister in law have have over all these people?
0: Right?
1: Like what why does is she everyone know? Yeah, what does she know? What kind of dirt does she got?
0: Yeah. Or is the. What kind
1: of hold does she have?
0: Or is it people? some weird, like, not a lifetime movie, but like teen movie? Is the wife secretly in love with the sister in law?
2: Ooh.
1: Let's keep an eye out for uh, off my chest. I'm in right? with my sister in law.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my wife just admitted to me that she's in love with her. We've
1: had the flu for the past week. <laughs> it's been so hard not seeing her
0: absolutely done (laughs) um okay right. last post last one am I the a-hole for telling my nephew he's not getting any cake unless he apologizes I'm a 36 male and I have 7 nieces and nephews from 3 sisters we spend a lot of time together and I don't have kids of my own yet I was an army doctor for 3 years and then suffered brain and spine injury in an attack I had to relearn to walk, talk, and do most things that I used to do that I used to find normal. I was in a coma for almost a month. This was five years ago. Each year, I celebrate the anniversary of the day I finally woke up, like my rebirth day or something. I always invite my parents and sisters with their families. Last week, I had the party, got the cake and all. My niece, five years old, recently just broke her leg, really complicated fracture, it is miserable about it. So at the party, I jokingly told her we're now the same. I walk with a cane and she needs, help, she needs help standing up too now. She found it amusing and said we're both superheroes now. I told her to blow out the candle instead of me and it made her really happy. My nephew, nine years old, then threw a tantrum and called her baby for complaining and said he wanted to blow out the candle. I tried to move past it and told him that he can have the first piece of cake. To that, he said, you and niece can shove the cake and eat S-H-I-T. I (laughs) I said, that wasn't nice and he needs to apologize. He refused to. Then his mom, my sister, told me to just let it go and serve the cake. I said, he needs to apologize or he can't have cake. He started screaming and crying and ran out of the kitchen. My sister says I'm an a-hole for picking a fight fight with a kid over cake. Am I really the a-hole?
1: It's not about the cake, Sharon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not about the cake. It's about teaching your kids how to handle conflict and behave in public. Like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. He's not owed anything. He's not owed blowing out the candle. He's not even owed a piece of cake.
1: I feel like, I mean, everyone's different. It sounds like, I mean, especially being in the military, like he's probably learned a lot about like respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like if if my nephew said that to me, I'd probably laugh and find it amusing. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't like let him get his way. Yeah. I'd be like, no, dude. Like.
0: I feel like I'd be so like floored and flushed. Like what? (laughs) What did you just say to me? Want to run that back?
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't know. I just have, I don't know if it's just like how I was raised with my aunts and uncles, but like it was a very like, like it was interesting because like my dad's side of the family was like very respectful of nieces and nephews, like or of aunts and uncles, like we had to be very respectful of them. Mm -hmm. And then on my mom's side of the family, everything was way more proper. Like, so that to me is like so wild. Yeah. That the kid, like that the kid did that. Right. And if the mom was just like... It's no big deal. Just give him cake. Like, we need to address the disrespect here. We need to address that that is not appropriate behavior. Yeah. And he does need to apologize. 100%. He needs to apologize. And then, then yes, I will give him cake. But he needs to apologize for being so rude about it.
1: I will say, I think that he's 100% in the right. Oh, yeah. But it is an awkward situation to be put in to, like... Have to, have to discipline someone, someone else that's not your kid.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just like, it's a very awkward and difficult situation to be in.
0: But I think if it's at his house, that's more than acceptable. Yeah. I mean, you have rules for your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you remember growing up going to someone's house and it was like, there's certain things you just can't do because it's not your house. Yeah. But I don't know. It's also wild that, like, he's nine years old. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's old enough to know, I don't know, to not throw a tantrum over something like that. I I mean,
1: I feel like I probably threw some tantrums at nine. See, that's the thing. But When you're a kid, like, little things, like, blowing out a candle, seem like such a, like, you get so emotionally built up over things. Like, I'm sure I, like, threw tantrums over small things. But my mom, my parents would smack my butt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: They put you in your place.
1: I got to put in my place.
0: And that's what's different in this situation. Like the mom was like, you need to apologize. Like that is not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was just like, oh, just give him the cake.
1: Like punishing your kids is definitely not fun or easy. No. But it is like a very big responsibility that you have as a parent.
0: It's a necessary evil.
1: Because you're raising these kids who are going to go out, who who are going to be an adult one day and who are going to go out and be like, be a functioning member of society.
0: Yeah. And it's probably better for them to be told no at home than in the real world. You know what I mean? In yeah. society, like someone's going to tell them no eventually and right. they're going to need to know how to cope with that and to handle it. Like in life, you're not going to be given your way all the time. So... Right. Like no one better to do it than your parents who are doing it with, than your parents who are doing it with out of, uh, with and out of love. I can't talk. You know what I mean.
1: I feel like the the punishment fit the crime here.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: He didn't like whack him over the back of the head with the cane. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice about it. He He's was like, very nice about it. You can have some cake, but what you said was not good. Just apologize, and we can move on. You can have some cake. Yeah. Like, literally, he's just asking for an apology. I get it. When you're a kid and you're angry, you don't want to apologize. I remember yeah. my parents making me apologize to, like, my sister and being like, sorry. You know what I mean? Like- yeah.
0: I remember one time, like, at my mom's, uh, my, mo- my grandma, my mom's side, it was like a holiday dinner or something. And... Like it was just like my uncle there and my mom and grandma and grandpa and I don't know our family and I had said something like that was inappropriate at the table like and and for them all just yeah probably (laughs) and it was like inappropriate table talk. And everyone just stared at me like I had said something so offensive. And my, I remember my mom and dad taking me into the room and they were like, that was inappropriate. You will apologize. You will go back in there and apologize. And I was just like, what did I do? And then I was like, I will never say anything at the table again. <laughs> but yeah, I lesson learned. I I don't know. The It was inappropriate, I guess. So. Yeah. But in this situation... I don't know. We've kind of said that he is not the a-hole. I feel like he did a good job Yeah. of like, I don't know, policing the situation.
1: How wild would it be to be in a, in a coma? Yeah. Like sometimes I wish it upon myself. <sighs> like, ugh, I just
0: need the extra sleep.
1: Put me in a coma. But then I feel like it would be so trippy waking up and like not knowing where you are. Or
0: how much time had passed.
1: In this case, I mean a month is a long time. Yeah, can you imagine like the cases where it's like years? Yeah, I feel like I would feel like grateful to be awake, but like devastated that I missed so much time. Yeah, like I imagine like waking up and my daughter's like five years older. I'd cry.
0: I know because you miss so much of
1: their life. Yeah, Um, I mean
0: I'm. It's nice that he woke up and it was only a month, but it, yeah. yeah, like you said, a month is a long time. I
1: think that's cool that they have like a re-wake up I know. celebration day.
0: And it's nice that he included the niece in it. And that's another thing that like, is kind of like mind boggling to me. is like, clearly you can see that your cousin or maybe it's a sibling. I don't know. Um, but the niece is like, has a pretty complicated leg injury, needs yeah. help, like, a very complicated fracture, can't walk. So, hey, I'm going to let her blow out the candle because she's also, you know, Mm -hmm. not having the best luck.
1: Yeah. And then he can't handle it. That's got to be hard, being that old and having like a complicated break.
0: Five years old, yeah. Well, and then, I don't know, I feel like in a way it was like he was upset that she was getting attention and she got to do something he didn't so then the yeah. fit was thrown but again it's like well life isn't fair and there's gonna be things that yeah. All right, you me, don't get to do let me
1: snap your femur and then i'll let you blow the cake the right do you <laughs> right. want that trade do
0: you does that seem fair to you or can you just handle the first slice <laughs> and apologize
1: it's just funny as an adult like seeing the things that kids get so worked up over yeah um not the
0: a-hole. Not the a-hole. And I don't know how the mom wasn't super embarrassed. I feel like I'd be mortified. Right. What did you say? If Olivia did that. Yeah. If she like told her uncle or aunt to shove cake and eat crap. Yeah. I'd be like, what? Excuse me? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. I think that wraps up our posts, though. That wraps it up.
1: We had some good juice today.
0: Got some good juice. A lot of family juice.
1: A lot of drama.
0: A lot of family drama.
1: Just punish your kids. Take right? care of your that own- That is the takeaway. Take, take care of your own damn kids.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. Don't pawn them off. Don't pawn them off and punish them appropriately. Give yeah. them good boundaries so they know how to behave as a public member of society. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's not fun, but it's necessary. Yeah. I literally got
1: whipped as a kid. And look how great I turned out. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. My parents did not whip me.
0: But I don't know. I feel like boundaries... Kids crave boundaries. You know? Like, they need to be told I wouldn't no. say
1: they crave it, but they need it. They need it.
0: I. But I feel like they do, kind of, because a lot of times they're acting out to see what they can get away with. So they need that, like... They need the boundaries to yeah. know how to be, know what they can and can't get away with.
1: I will say now that I'm a parent, I don't judge parents as much, yeah, it's because it is an imperfect science, and like, I don't know. I'm sure that people would look at us and like do things differently, or yeah, give us advice that we wouldn't like. We've gotten advice before, and we're like,
0: shove it! <laughs>
1: terrible advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Every people always think that they. Have it right, yeah.
0: It's you true. Just
1: gotta love your kids, and sometimes loving your kids in- involves punishing them.
0: Yeah, disciplining. That weird. Disciplining. <laughs> <laughs> I think discipline is a better word though, because yeah. it's like I don't know. I always think of that phrase too. Like before parents, like the best kids are the imaginary ones. <laughs>
1: yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Imperfect science.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for listening.
0: Thank you Love for you joining guys. us. Love you guys. Um, see you next week.
1: See you next week.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.